You are listening to The Forecast, Season 1, Episode 19. Cross goal. It's going to come back to the Brazilian with the shot, and this time Grant does have to make the save. Trying to come away with the ball. He's found Coutinho! Grant makes the save. Gain is deep. It's the woodwork this time. Lovely ball. Storage is there, and Coutinho! Massive moment for the little magician. The coolest head was right on his shoulders. It's forward for Firmino. Flag stays down! What a turnaround for Liverpool! Oh, it's Berahino! Oh my word, how's he saved that? Simon Mignolet has just produced something absolutely extraordinary. And the forecast is back. Yes, we had a week's hiatus, uh, and but now we're back and uh, got to talk about a lot of things today. Um, so once again, welcome to the forecast. We are the official podcast of foresight.com. That's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E.com. Thank you for joining us on this show. We are a great community of Reds. We've got news, discussions, opinions, lots of opinions, videos, all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah, click onto the site when you can. And um, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we had a week's break, um, inadvertently, but uh, but there's been a lot of football. We've played three games. We have not reviewed any of them. We'll talk a bit about some of them today on this show. But, uh, yeah, welcome to the show, Eric, Vez, Keith. Okay. Jason and Christian. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi, Hi, everybody. Good to see you. So it's been a pretty um, interesting uh, week or so, a a week and a bit, um, for many perspectives, for the football and also not for the football. Um, I've I've just noted now, uh, as we we record this, Champions League football is being played at the moment. Uh, so Dortmund have lost to Monaco at home, 2-3. Uh, Atletico are leading Leicester by one goal to nil. And uh, Bayern and Madrid are at uh, one goal apiece. And uh, 
How do you see? Are you guys watching that as we talk? <laughs> Hopefully, you get your mind on the right space as, as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. It's awesome. Yeah, so am I. So am I. Okay. Um, it's not so good time for, for uh, Dortmund. Um, I just read today that uh, there's actually been, there was another uh, threat bomb scare today in the stadium, apparently. Um, and they had to, to clear out the stadium or something like this. Uh, do you know anything about that, Christian? No, not at all. Yeah, haven't heard about it. Haven't heard about it. I I, do, I don't think that's a, that's a serious one. It's it's one of those people who just want to join the show, you know, jump on the bandwagon. Do you think it was fair for for UEFA to ask uh, Dortmund to play this game less about no. 24 hours? No, definitely not. Yeah, I think I think there could have been a week postponement. Um, I think it was a little bit harsh because regardless of what anybody says, trauma is still trauma and it does take its toll from a physical as well as mental perspective. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be thinking about it. So I think it was harsh. I think it was harsh. I mean, all those guys, they are like, like racing horses. They are stretched physically and psychologically to the limits. And all of a sudden the bomb goes up and one of your mates is seriously injured. Uh, I mean, this is... Um, this is unbelievable that they have uh, rescheduled it for the, for the next day. Well, we're talking about an organization that let uh, uh, an entire Champions League uh, group stage being played after the 9-11. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I would, it was, the only time it would have been fair if Man United was playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this thing so, yeah, comes but, early, but it was expected. <laughs> So there's there's two people with uh, with well, minor injuries and, and I'm not saying anything is is right, but when you say yeah let's let's play on after five thousand dead, um, why would you stop at two people in a hospital? Can you guys recall um, a terrorist attack at a football game? Can you ever recall a, a, any incident like that? No, the friend, French uh, the French and Germany one, right? game. Yeah. yeah. When they, yeah, when the they, French, uh, yeah, the French Germany, yeah. November seventeen. Yeah, that's right. Hmm? Fairly recent, huh? And there's, yeah, it's and getting out of hand. Been... Let's face it, it's actually getting out of hand now. Uh, I, I know it's impossible to to curb the lone wolf attacks and things like that, but the world is just a sick place, and it's actually getting out of hand. Uh, I don't know where it's going to end and where it's going to stop, but uh, this is it's ludicrous at this stage. I saw some bit that um, some some uh, some graph showing how many uh, people died from terrorist attacks in in and around Europe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that it's, same it's, one. It's, yeah, it's it's been the quietest since like the invention of mankind. So uh, it just with social media, everything becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. And oh no, I saw then I saw a different graph, Eric. Uh, it, it's gone through this sort of the decades. Uh, about how many of the people were killed from uh, terrorist incidents. And you cannot believe the escalation uh, in the last five or ten years, mm-hmm. how, how it's escalated from, from sort of terrorist uh, Islamic violence and that. It's huge. Oh, no, it, 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 if you believe all the numbers, uh, the world's a better place and it's in, in one of its finest places that it's ever been. Um, when you look at graphs like uh, the number of refugees, the number of deaths by violence and stuff like that. 
So um, it's it's just it's it's terror, and it's 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 a smart way of getting people to think everything is wrong. But large parts of the world are very, very safe and very, very quiet. But if you think uh, about it... The uh, occasional incident, but incidents get really big because there's, there hasn't been a war in Europe for, uh, well, since the Second World War, which is yeah. well well behind us. No, but, but well, if you, if you, Trump if you, is going to change that. No, if you think about it, yeah. a football game is, is a prime, uh, how do you say, target. I mean, you've got 50,000, 60,000, 70,000 fans packed into a stadium. Um, if there's a place that you want to do something for maximum damage, inflict you know, high level of casualties, that'll be the place to do it, you know. Um, it's... Do you think, do you think with, this, with, these, um, inc- with, these inc- with these incidences, um, there's going to be some effect on attendances? Uh, also, I guess practically there would be checks, you know, higher level of security, checking of bags. You can't bring this. You can't bring that. Um, do, do you think that's going to be a, a problem? Uh, well, let's hope not. Um, and yeah, you, you never know how things escalate. Still, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, in the end, yeah. I. I Try, try to keep some hope that whenever you see a group of people riding with guns in trucks, they usually have soccer tops on, so some football tops on. So um, let's just hope they they enjoy the game too much um, and, and, and not seriously harm it. Still, it was good to see the, the Bed for Away Fans uh, initiative. By yeah, well, it was brilliant. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. If, yeah. if, you want, if you want to counter terrorism, that's the way to do it. All they did was bring people closer together. You know, friends were made. Yep. And that's the opposite of what they wanted to achieve, <clears throat> if it is, in fact, a terrorist attack. Well, friends being made. Sorry, lads. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. On to the football. So, can you spot the... Yeah, mar- let, let, yeah. let's make it cheerful. Let's make it cheerful. Can you spot the money difference... Liverpool pre-money, post-money, not pre-money, but with money and post-money. Can you see the difference? I think any time you've got a, a class player like Mane missing from a team, mm. it is going to take something away. Uh, so, yeah, we can win. Yes, we can compete. Yes, we can be effective. But Mane in the team is obviously better than Mane not in the team. So mm-hmm. he will always be missed any quality player will be missed but can we get around him yeah we can okay uh, there was a there was an article uh, on the site as well why Sadio Mane is so important to Liverpool um, and really his uh, contributions uh, to the team wow it, it it's uh, far reaching really um, so Practically, though, when you when you watch the game, um, I think he wasn't available, wasn't available. for Stoke and um, the one before that. Bournemouth, he wasn't available, right? Yeah, he wasn't available for Bournemouth as well. Yeah, he wasn't available. Yeah. So, could you see tangibly on the pitch that there was there was a there was an impact? It's kind of a fair unfair question as well because um, 
we've we have so many core players missing you know yeah yeah and, and that's exactly what we all see the, fluid, the fluidity is 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 gone a bit and it's not just Mane, it's about Henderson and Lallana also. They are sorely missed, I think. Okay. Yeah, Henderson. you saw second half, uh, in the second half against Stoke, you saw what a difference quality players make. Yeah. No disrespect to Trend and, and Woodburn, uh, because they were in the issue. But the fact that when all the Chan suddenly are able to play football because Firmino allows them and Coutinho just steers them in the right direction um you know it's 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 a major major difference quality makes so, yeah but not um, just not just the two I, I think top made one change too 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 far uh, one change too many uh with uh, also um putting uh, klein on the left hand side in, yeah to get to get milner into midfield and there was too many changes at a time and uh, the whole team couldn't really cope with it and could not support, as James Milner said in an interview lately, um, the, the whole team did not really support the youngsters. So they yeah, were exposed, yeah, it, especially it, Woodburn. It, yeah, exactly. The lads were not the issue. Um, they did fine, I thought. Um, it, it's, it's indeed... But the entire setup, it was new. We suddenly went to three at the back. I uh, don't think we had many training sessions trying to sort that. Um, trying to get that, you know, that sharpness yeah. in, in, in a setup what you need, and then lacking some stability from midfield up. I mean, it was basically Chan Wijnaldum in a normal position, and the rest played out of positions where they have been all season, uh, except for Origi. Did, did you? Did anybody also notice it almost looked like the instructions were to hit it long? To 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 Origi. we also sort of changed our style of play for a for for want of a better word. Uh, instead of our short integrate passing, breaking and counter breaking, it seemed like get the ball, hit it down the channels, let Origi chase. It just didn't work. I mean, the whole yes, right. whole setup didn't work, uh, and it almost said like it was like at halftime. Klopp says, okay. That was a mistake. Forget what I said uh, about the first half. Let's go back to how we play. Uh, and then, obviously, bringing Firmino and Coutinho on is always going to help when you have class-quality players coming on. But I think we went back to what we knew best. Um, and that's that's why we saw a marked difference. And let's face it, Stoke were, looked horrendous in the second half, where they competed in the first half. Uh, Jason, did you think we were lucky against Stoke? Do you think we were lucky to come away with a win? Um, I don't know about lucky. Uh, Minile had a really good game, so... I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's lucky if a goalkeeper saves you a couple of times in a game. Yeah, why not, right? It should happen to us once in a while. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's face it. Uh, you, 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 United have made a whole thing about De Gea saving them time and time again. It's exactly. about time we, yeah. we, we had that we get going for us as well. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes you get, that, that's what the goalkeeper's paid for. He's paid a lot of money, right? So sometimes he has to uh, save our skins. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably one of the best saves I've ever seen him make. Yeah. Unlike Neuer right now letting the ball through his legs. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, and, yeah, just before that, he makes a miraculous save, though. Yeah, he, he saved a good one. Even it, and it, it even did that. Mm. Yeah, 
And we'll talk about uh, Mignolet a bit later on. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, once in a while that really that last line of defense, that rock that somehow keeps the ball out. And he did it. He did, he did it. it. Um, I guess shot stopping has never been a problem with him. But okay, we'll talk about him a bit later. But Vez, what do you think about this? Okay, um, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of uh, injuries, a lot of key people missing. Uh, and to throw that in th- further th- variable into the mix, Klopp starts to tinker around with a, with a formation, playing three at the back and things like this. Should he have done that, or should be should he should he be even at this stage of the season, sticking to his principles, sticking to his guns? What do you think, Vess? Well, I think uh, he is right to to try something different. Um, well, first of all, uh, it needs to be said that we all have our opinions on this, and uh, most many people will say. Uh, why change uh, winning formula and stuff like that? But uh, it's uh, uh, it has been pretty obvious that we have s- struggled this season against those lesser sides. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was right to try something different to to try to surprise the opposition manager and and players and the way that they would set up their strategy against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, whether the three at the back system is the right way to go is another question. And uh, personally, I think uh, I think in these last two games, it it seems like like that's not not the right solution because he brought on a third centre back against Bournemouth and we conceded a goal late on and he also did that uh, we played a whole 90 minutes with three center backs against Stoke and there were defensive mistakes yeah so uh, i need, i think he needs to move on from from that three at the back system okay. at this point and try something else well and uh, I just wanted to to add something to what Keith said about those long balls towards Origi against Stoke and why they didn't work and why uh, Klopp said, "Okay, this this doesn't work. Let's let's change it. Change it in the second half." Uh, it doesn't work. Passes like that don't work when the uh, opposition defense is deep, and that they, they did uh, press us around the, the pitch. That they're attacking players and the midfielders, but their defenders were deep and there wasn't much space for that ball to 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 go into and for Origi to chase uh, if you hit it if you hit that pass if you overhit it just little it's it's, it's gonna go out or it's gonna end up in the goalkeeper's arms or it's it's a wasted opportunity I don't know if you agree with me, Vess, but I think having the youngsters come in is one thing. Uh, you know, they are inexperienced, they need to settle and everything like that. But changing the formation to something that the entire team is not comfortable with or is not used to and introducing the youngsters, I think it was just too much uh, exactly right. uh, at that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there, Keith. I think... Uh, when you look at both those factors, it's too much of a change, probably. 
Oh, you know, you, it you might, see, have, it you might have worked. Yeah, it might have worked if we had our regular team and they're all used to each other. Then it might have worked. But bringing in the youngsters and then trying to do that was just, it just disrupted us too much. It was too Frankly, much. Frankly, I was very, very much surprised that he didn't uh, put in Moreno on that left wing back. Yeah. yeah it really I think he's gone. Me. He's it, gone. I think he's, he's yeah. Yeah. As, he's over as much him. as I wanted him to have a sh another chance, because uh, I still think he can offer quite a lot going forward as Milner can't. Uh, him not playing Marino, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. Uh, unless there's something we don't know about. Uh, maybe Marino's ca carrying an injury, I'm not sure. But not playing Marino uh, and playing uh, Klein... Uh, in the left wing back yeah. row. Um, when when Klein, let's face it, Klein's final ball is not the greatest ball in the world either. From the right, now you want to put him on the left. I don't know. Doesn't look yeah. good. Oh, we've seen a similar problem before. Um, in in January, he preferred to move Lalana forwards rather than simply get Origi or Sturridge to come in on the right wing and. and Uh, when he didn't do that, he moved uh, Firmino out wide. So he, he seems to prefer prefer to change the system when when Mane is is not available. Yeah. Um, I, th I think it's pretty fair. If if you look at the teams that we play in, um, they feel against uh, a decent Liverpool side. You know, playing the four three three, we got a chance because other teams have won there. So now you're saying, hold on, lads, uh, we're going to tighten it up at the back uh, and, and we'll not concede. And We've got quality up front. We're basically going to do for the next six games, we're going to be a bit of a Chelsea. Mm. Christian, uh, do you think it was naive of Klopp to have Coutinho and Firmino on the bench and start uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and uh, Woodburn? Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. It, it was exactly the right, the right measure taken. Mm -hmm. The problem with it was, as we discussed before, um, Klopp made too many changes, changing the whole formation and putting several of our guys out of position uh, with Klein left and Milner into midfield where he's, he feels comfortable, but it was the first time in the long period yeah, doing that with a different team, which has changed in the meantime. All those changes were too many at the time. So um, I'm curious about if, if Klopp will try to bring in the youngsters again for a first half um, because we're not playing um, the top teams. He can afford to, to take a, a limited risk to bloody the, the youngsters again, to give them more experience and to encourage them after their, their disappointing um, first half experience last time. You know, but to be fair I, I to these two boys, it, it wasn't. They were playing quite okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In a, in a poor team, they were um, they were quite okay. That, not say good, but okay. And and the Woodburn did a fairly good job up front. I mean, how he kept the ball for a long time as a, as a as a seventeen year old against sometimes two three defenders, that uh, was amazing. I mean, he finally lost the yeah. ball several times, but he did very well. I and think it was uh, a penalty. Yeah, it yeah, was. definitely yes, was. But just by the way, but I mean, we're used to that, Keith, or aren't we? Yeah. We're used to that. Uh, this Atkinson's a twat, sorry. Uh, he always seems to give us the rough end of any decision. Yeah, but who of whom of the English referees is not crap? I mean, <laughs> I have seen so <laughs> many cunts on the pitch in black. I can't, 
I, I mean, I thought the Bundesliga was was quite the Bundesliga rest were quite deteriorating uh, over the years. But but what I have seen here in the UK, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, that it's total junk. I think uh, uh, there's, there's there's a couple uh, Oliver, um, the, 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 the younger right. ones. Yeah, he's alright, Oliver. Yeah, I right. think Oliver is, is is absolutely one of the best referees in in in, in world football at the moment. Um, there's there's a couple of other young ones. Uh, Madley hasn't been very favourable in games against us, but he isn't bad. Um, but it, it's it's the younger ones. All the Lee Masons and Mike Deans can can, can do one. They're absolute shit. Vezua um, in mid sentence. Yeah, I, I just want to go back to the game for for a while. Yeah. Here, I think uh, Klopp's decision to go with the youngsters uh, for the first half. Uh, helped Liverpool in a way that Klopp didn't intend. Uh, I think those situations, uh, somebody mentioned about Woodburn losing the ball a couple of times and stuff like that. Even with that uh, that uh, controversial situation that, that we all agree should have been a penalty, uh, I think uh, as that first half went on, uh, Stoke defenders... Uh, gain more and more confidence uh, in dealing with those young players. And even with Origi, uh, their experience is much, much more significant than, than those of, or that of those players Liverpool have. And uh, <clears throat> once the change was made in the second half, uh, they were already overconfident. And... They were just shell-shocked when, when Coutinho started weaving his magic and Firmino started playing like, like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was, a very punch, it was a very punchy effect, wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, they just couldn't deal with it. They were hit all. with a hammer. Exactly. Boom. I can't see that happening again. Listen, the only reason that happened was because Coutinho was sick. He wasn't actually supposed to be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and Firmino was exhausted, apparently. So um, I can I I don't think uh, that's going to happen again. They might come on if we sort of winning comfortably, uh, but I, I I don't think that'll happen uh, this weekend. That's why I said I, I don't think Klopp intended it that way, but that's the way it turned out. Well, I think um, you you still will have Coutinho coming off at sixty. Don't think he's he's suddenly ready to to play the full uh, full game. So uh, there's something in there. Um, on 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 Sunday against uh, against Everton, uh, Trent Alexander came on. So there's definitely the, the need for for some players to come on, and um, well, the lads did all right. Um, it, it basically wasn't able. For us to start with, uh, with Coutinho uh, nor Firmino at the weekend because of fatigue and illness. Um, well, they've had a, a proper week now. Um, I think Firmino will be fine, and um, uh, Coutinho will be uh, back to, to play at least an hour, maybe seventy, and then you can bring on Sturridge, who looked uh, fit and sharp and, and ready, and quality on the ball. So, um, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I don't think this. I think he just needs to keep playing his the best players at this stage. Um, six games left, right? So 
as far as possible, we just need to get the, the best available bodies out there. Of course, sometimes circumstances dictate that he doesn't have all of the resources available, but um, it is what it is. Uh, speaking about referee, I just saw a seminar. How to be a better ref and keep your hands to yourself, organized by Mark Klettenberg uh, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, seats are limited, so guys, please sign up for it. One of the best referees in the entire world, Mark Lettenberg. Okay. Yeah, pass. We <laughs> have a pretty bizarre um, mm. injury situation. Uh, I'm not sure <clears throat> when Henderson is coming back. But he's not the problem, really. Um, Emre. Emre has done a fantastic job mm. in Hendo's absence. And we'll talk about Hendo and Henderson a bit later in the show. We have no clue when Lalana is coming back. Um, how are we going to do this? I mean, we've got these two guys out, Mane is out. Uh, any team which got three, two or three core players, I, I think you would agree when you when I say that these are these guys. I mean, you've got a captain, you've got you know Lalana who is a top form this season, Mane super hot. Um, you suddenly take them out of this of the team, and then oh. That's uh, a huge gap there. How are we going to do this? Six games left. Huh? We, we still have loads of quality, though. Um, if, if you look at the starting lineup, except for the youngsters, um, the other ones all are experienced international players um, with many caps. So, you know, there's tons and tons. And that was without Coutinho, without Firmino, and without Sturridge. Are you referring to Lukash? <laughs> he didn't play. He didn't start. And he isn't an international. But um, Yeah, I know. He's been okay, I think it's yeah? really, Lucas. I think it's really no, but, good. But Mignolet, Klein, Milner, um, Klavan, Lovren, that's all international. Well, Lovren at the moment isn't it? And, and Marty uh, said no, but they're all at international level. Uh, Chan, when all of them are starters for their countries, or at least when all of them is, in, and Chan is always included in the squad. Um, yeah. And Origi is always in the Belgium squad. So even without the two starters for Brazil um, and, uh, and, and Sturridge, who is also an international when fit, um, we still have nothing but international starters. So the quality is still there. The depth in the squad is, is, is quite all right. Um, the good thing about the injuries we have in the, at the moment, if there is such thing, is that it's in different uh, areas on the pitch. So we are pretty thin everywhere, but that's better than having no attackers at all. So um, I'm 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 not that downhearted, especially with the uh, the 20 minutes Sturridge gave us and, and the way he, how sharp he looked, how yeah. uh, how he played with quality on the ball. That yeah. as soon as he got the ball and he puts that that <clears throat> outside of the boot pass in behind for Firmino to run into, they were all out of shape. Uh, nobody from Stoke was in the right place with one simple pass, and um, that was. Uh, Absolutely brilliant, I thought. Yeah, uh, you know, we just need him to to just be fit and available to the end. And be very Daniel Sturridge. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just these three guys, I think, will make a difference. You know, Sturridge, <laughs> Firmino, uh, and Coutinho. If they are fit, they're available. They're they're at the top of their game. Um, it's it it will be enough. Uh, yeah, and and in this three at the back system, they can play pretty narrow. It, narrow. It's it's a bit like the SAS strike force. Um, yeah. In 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 the diamond, you know, it's it's the three up front uh, who, who got loads and loads of room to 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 travel into and uh, so, yeah, so they can all buzz everywhere and and run around having fun. What a goal by Firmino! My God, what a hit! Very Suarez yeah. almost in a way, just taking that boom. Fantastic! I could watch it like. A hundred times it'll, it won't get old. I, I mean, I've watched it a hundred times I, and the celebration. I, <laughs> what I think we, we're fairly lucky with, with the reemergence of Chan, who's been playing really brilliantly, it yes. sort of negated the Henderson injury to a certain extent because yep. we still got Vinaldum and Chan, who is controlling the midfield. I think what's also happened is Origi's come back into a bit of form. So, so having the front line of Coutinho, Firmino and Origi will also get us through the sticky period. Um, mm. with, with us only playing... We, look, we went through a, a bit of a, a hectic schedule now, playing every three days or so. But the running now is going to be one game a week at the most. So it'll give all the players time to recuperate and be fresh for the next game. So I think we will manage to sort of navigate uh, with all the injuries coming back. I'm not too sure how long Lalana is going to be out. Uh, we don't have much options off the bench. Uh, so the people on the pitch will have to do it because the only people on the bench will be the youngsters. But I think we should be able to manage for the last six games. I think it would be Sturridge from the bench or, you know, he'll, he'll probably get 20 or 30 minutes in games. 100%, yeah. Because, let's face it, he's been out all season. Six. So I don't think he'll last much longer than 20 or 30 minutes. Hold on. Um, okay, Jason, you know, I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think two, two three weeks ago, uh, Divo gave some interview. He says that, um, you know, he was kind of... Uh, downbeat about his uh, the lack of opportunity that he's had this season uh he said something like he's the man for the now he's ready now um you know he's not just some potential for the future um so okay so he's had um you know one or two good performances he wasn't that great against stoke uh, missed a couple of um chances as well do you think that he's making a good case for himself I'm not sure about his performances this season, but in terms of goal scoring, uh, I think he's now one behind Firmino, yeah. which is not bad when you when you think about it. He has been limited this season, but he he skill, scores goals nearly whenever he plays. I think he's got one of the um, what one of the best minutes per contribution in a team. Yeah, I think so. so. That's whether he gets a goal or an assist. Yeah. I actually think he's been a little bit hard done by this season, personally. Uh, Forget the Stoke performance. The first half performance was shite the whole way around. He got no service. Uh, So I I discount that Stoke performance. If he was on the pitch fresh with Firmino and Coutinho, I think it would have been a different matter. Um, So 
he should get a run in for these last six games. And I think he's ready. I think what the mistake Klopp has made this season is not rotating the squad enough, keeping players on too long. And that's why we've had quite a few injuries because of tiredness. So I'm hoping he's learned from it from this season and he will rotate the team a little bit. Uh, there's no point in when Rigi was scoring those goals, he was in good form and then he sat on the bench and sort of got out of form. Uh, we need to keep all the whole squad sharp and fit. And that means rotating and, and, and bringing different players in now and again and giving them game time. Exactly. That's a good point. Because uh, Klopp, st st uh, also from my personal feeling, from my personal point of view, uh, Klopp uh, sticked for much too long to this um, Firmino, Coutinho, Mane, Lalana. Yeah, it was always the same formation, and the the both strikers didn't get a chance, even when they were both fit mm -hmm. to play. Um, they were just uh, warming the bench, and and for much too long. And I would have preferred Klopp to, to play uh, certain blocks of players who come in regularly and, uh, rot as, as Keith said, rotation to preserve their strength, but also to get some unpredictability yeah, into our game. And uh, that didn't happen. And now he, get, he got back to the strikers because the attacking midfielders, who were his preference, they, yeah, they were injured or to Afghan as Mane and so on. Do you think Origi? I also think. I think if we'd had, if Klopp had done that at the beginning of the uh, the first half of the season, I think when we hit that sticky period in January, you look at how long it took Can, for example, to get to where he is now. Um, and similar to Origi, it's taken them a while to play themselves into some form. So it's something for Klopp to do differently. I think next season. Yeah, but but Chan was was hampered with injuries in between. And I think that's what was the main, uh, the major part of um, the problem. Yes, that's definitely I, part I also, of the problem. I also yeah. think Origi gives us a better option against the teams that sit deep and that come to defend mm. because he is a threat in the air where Firmino isn't. So, And he is a better physical presence playing yeah. up front as well where Firmino isn't. So when teams are sitting deep, I think he disrupts the back a lot better having Coutinho, Mane or, uh, or Firmino running off him. So, uh, he, look, it's a learning curve for, for Klopp as well. I think all these things will be looked at and analysed in depth during the summer. And I think it'll be uh, a, a quite a different uh, Liverpool that'll come out okay. next year. Do you, do you think he's mm -hmm. better um, up front on his own or with a strike partner as a front two? Divock. That's a difficult call. Don't think we've seen him too much in a in a in a, in a pair and up front. So I think that say. that's I think that is not the problem. The problem is that those strikers need need a good service. Yeah, yeah. I think that's we, we more have, important. We have seen that Origi yeah can take chances brilliantly yeah from close range um, chances where it's about split seconds yeah to make the right decisions and he's very good at that has a very good instinct same as Tarich in between probably better but he needs some service and Origi didn't get any service in the first half against Stoke for example that may that may made him look bad but uh, it wasn't just his fault and um, so it always depends on the partners on the pitch, regardless of if it's another striker like Saric or uh, if it's Coutinho or Firmino or Malana, Lalana. Mm. Yeah, he needs service. They need to play together. 
and they are still learning. They are still all, the whole team in the learning process, both defensively and offensively, in my opinion. Yeah, up front, they're all very, very young. I mean, Sturridge is the oldest one we've got, and he's only 26, 27. Old fat. <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, um, right. So we are playing uh, West Bromwich Albion this weekend. Um, your favourite manager, Eric? Uh, ah, Pulis. Pulis. No, no. Fat uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam's worse, but um. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say the only the only person worse than bloody Pulis is Fat Sam. I actually yeah, yeah. him more than I do Pulis. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, wow. um, what I do hope is that um, Klopp will not do the, um, they're all playing long balls, Jesus, what a shit team they are, uh, it's all about fighting and long balls, blah de, blah No, he, he needs to, to, to get him, uh, he needs to start praising him. You know, Pulis feeds off that negative energy to tell the boys, and, yeah. come on, let's show them, show them that, just give them all you've got. And when you go on, like, well, Pulis must be proud on the achievements this season. Uh, he's he's the best uh, uh, British manager in in the Premier League in in world football Shite. by that way, which doesn't say yeah, much. <laughs> he is, but no, next England manager. Well, you know, yeah, how how he's overlooked for the England job, etc., etc. Et Just big him up because then he goes into that dressing room and looking. I, I don't know what to say, guys. I've got no idea. They always called me shit, and suddenly I'm 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 very very good. I, I I've got nothing. And these lads will go. Well, he can't be right, can he? He's not that good. Let's, pl- let's play football. And- <laughs> what is that? Who? <laughs> 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 if you if you get that right, um, you know you you take that that sting out of him, and they'll be, and, and and they'll not be interested. I mean, they're safe. They're going to play Premier League football next season. They won't make it into Europa League spots. So there's nothing really to play for them. So don't rile them up. Don't get them angry. And they'll be like, okay, you can have the three points. You're nice. What size pitch is the West Bromwich Albion pitch? Is it a a, a bit of a tight pitch? I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I would be a lot more comfortable if we were playing them at Anfield. Um, well, but I, I can't re- I can't remember what what size pitch the West Brom because obviously the smaller pitches uh, serve these type of teams that uh, Pulis likes because it just makes the whole game narrow. Um, but I think we should have enough to to get past them hopefully. Yeah, I think so too. One it's question. Yeah, yeah. Just one question. Does anybody remember the lineup of the team the last time we played at Hawthorns? Uh, last nope. season? Yeah. Last last season? Yeah, yeah. Does anybody no remember? No, no idea. I think Benteke started. Yes, it was Benteke. It was uh, Ibe. It was Ojo. Mm. Brannigan. Uh, Flanagan. Uh, Bogdan Ingol. Shkrtela. Oh, Goodness me. <laughs> Centre back, and uh, I'm guessing this was in between Europa League games, right? Yeah, it was was near the end where we said, okay, uh, it's it's Europa League or bust. Yeah, 
yeah. So <laughs> it's very interesting. Almost none of those players will be playing now. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, wait, before we get to this again, um, since Keith talked about the stadium, did you guys read that, um, you know, we did this, this, this focus on Everton, right? I think it was the previous show. Uh, and we talked a little bit about their new stadium at Bramley Moor. Uh, did you did you read that that Everton are consider considering making a provision for an athletics track in their proposed three hundred and fifty million pound stadium? Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. That'll stuff up the atmosphere really nicely. <laughs> that'll that will just negate any crowd support and make it sterile. I hope they go for it. I mean, how how stupid can you be when you plan to spend three hundred million pounds for just a fifty thousand seater? I mean, when I read that, that I, I thought they 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 must be mad. But now you're saying oh. an athletic track. <laughs> well, the the background Wonderful. to this the background to this is um, uh, it's actually uh, for Liverpool to move to host the Commonwealth Games in twenty twenty two, because Durban, uh, following the withdrawal of Durban. Uh, so now Liverpool are in the mix to to try and host the Commonwealth Games, um, and obviously they can't do that in a stadium without an athletics track. So it's so bizarre when you read this news. And then uh, remember on the show as well, we talked about this briefly. Mentioned I briefly mentioned this thing about some concerns that uh, it could be affected by the rising uh, River Mersey as well. So yeah, it's all good news for Everton. We want to keep hearing more about this. But coming back to uh, the game against West Bromwich. Um, we've played them 14 times in total. Okay, um, We've won six times. We've drawn four times. Uh, the last time we beat them at the Hawthorns was in 2012 uh, in the Capital One Cup. Uh, Nuri Sahin, remember him? Nuri Sahin. He scored mm. the goals, yeah. Um, he had an assist today, actually, in the game uh, against Monaco. So that's where we are with that. Um, they are on a poor run at the moment. Uh, two straight losses against uh, Watford away and against the Saints at home. Um, so, Eric, is what you say, it could be right. You know, really, it's um, the eighth now, is it, in the league? Nothing else to play for, really. It's, um, it's yeah, uh, they're, they're surviving. They're not going to qualify for anything. Firmly mid-table. Um, they've played... They've got two games. They played two more games uh, than uh, the Saints, uh, but uh, and there's a four-point uh, difference. But yeah, doesn't really make a difference. Eighth or ninth, same thing. Uh, Joe, the same pitch dimensions as well. They're actually about four meters longer, but the same oh, width. Right. So that's not going to make an issue. So I'm glad it's not a narrow pitch. So okay, how do you see this um, playing out then? Uh, West Bromwich Albion versus Liverpool at the Hawthorns. Uh, second half Stoke. So, a first half Stoke as well. Should no, no, no. It's 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 going to be a game of of a second half Stoke, where we will come under some pressure, um, but we will deal with it enough. Um, we will score the odd goal, two, three, uh, and concede one from a set piece, obviously, oh. because that's what they do. No, no, and um, we shouldn't get too worked up about that because we're not very good at it and mm. it's all they do this is what they train for every single day of the week trying to score 
headers from corners and, and free kicks. So as long as you don't give away many of them, um, you can see just, just one or maybe none at all. And if we can ask Wijnaldum not to give away a 100% chance to them, uh, we will be fine. Well, their striker Solomon Rondon has not been having a very uh, good season, actually, so the fans have been on his back. Uh, and Pulis, Pulis has been uh, needing to take some of the, the heat off him. Um, okay, Vez, what's your, what's your view this game? Well, first of all... Uh I haven't seen a West Brom game since we played them at Anfield, so... <laughs> You're forgiving me. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, not and, going, and rightly so. Go into <laughs> very deep. But I think uh, what you said, Joe, that, that Klopp needs to play uh, the best available 11 players, and that's it. Not yeah. think too much. Yeah. What's your, what's your... Do you have a scoreline prediction? One two. One two. Okay. Okay, Keith. Just looking, I'm glad Lovren is back because I think we need Lovren's physicality in defence over Clavens. Uh, so uh, I, I think that is a big plus for us. Um, it's not a game I think Coutinho is going to enjoy because I think there's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be very physical and I think they're going to kick the shit out of him as well. I would take a scrappy 1-0 goal, uh, uh, a 1-0, a, sort of a 1-0 scoreline. Um, I would love to have a two-goal cushion, but at this stage, a win is a win. I don't care how we do it. I think we'll come away with a win. Uh, I hope it's more comfortable than I'm, uh, than a few of us have predicted. But uh, yeah, just get the win in the bag and, and go away. I don't care how we do it. I'm sorry, uh, what is your scoreline again? Your... Uh, uh, we'll win by the odd goal. The odd goal I'm hoping by I'm hoping by two, but uh, I think we'll win yeah. by the odd goal. Okay, Jason. I'm not going to disagree with what they've said. I think um, I think we'll win two one. Well, that's a second two one then. We've drawn an awful lot of games score. with them, though. We've drawn a lot of games with them, four games. So yeah. And it's it's always because we do something stupid or we get the old red card or shitty penalty. I will never ever forget Shane Long, and I will never forgive Shane Long for the dive on on Daniel Agger in the first game of uh, Rogers' tenure. Exactly, where we lost where we lost three one with a terrible terrible cheating dive. That um, game still gets on my nerves. Yeah. You know, some, some shitty lads blaming it in the top corner like Drinkwater the other day or uh, Jackie Alka um, getting it to a 1-1 one, one with a strike he'll never, ever make again. Yeah, it was Gera. <sighs> Zoltan Gera. Yeah, Zoltan <laughs> Gera, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those goals get on my nerves. You know, I, I thought... Any time you play a Pulis team or a Fat Sam team... You, you don't enjoy the game. It's, no. it's, 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 it's one of those games you, you, you just want to get through, get the points and just get out of there because it's, n- it's not going to be a pretty game. Uh, they're going to get the, the, everybody's going to get kicked, the shit kicked out of them. I'm just hoping we don't get any injuries and I just hope we just survive it and, and get out of there and say thank you and move on. Speaking of Fat Why Sam, he's actually helped, um, 
he's doing his what he does best, you know. So he's he's pulled Crystal Palace out from that uh, relegation scrap, and I and I think they they they'll be safe now. So yeah. And I'm just, I'm yeah, just, but, I'm just, I'm also glad that uh, what you call it, Saka can't play against us because yeah. I think he fits into the Fat Sam mold, yeah. uh, and 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 uh, he, he's kept them a lot of good clean sheets, and they've won a lot of good games, mm-hmm. and it's helped us in the run-in, and it's going to help us in the run-in because there's a few of our rivals still got to play Palace, as do yeah. we, but we don't have to face Saka at the back, and I think they'll struggle without him there. When yeah, you, because. Yeah. because it's it's the game after this one, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Isn't it? Where West yes, Brom yes, and that's Palace? Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and oh, the sooner so... the better. Sooner the better. <laughs> no, no, because you know they'll get confidence playing and and winning more games with Sacco. So as as as, as when we play with, when they play without Sacco very very quickly, they're not that confident yet. They can do it without him. So they'll enter with a, a lot less confidence. Yeah, yeah, and then Spurs pay them straight after us three days later, and they have, Spurs have got to go to Palace, so that'll be an interesting one as well. Yeah, potentially they'll say, okay, let let Liverpool have it, and we'll do our best to to stop Spurs. Uh, sorry, Christian, I didn't I didn't uh, get your your um, view on this game and uh, your scoreline. Prediction. Yeah, I want to spread confidence all over the place and yes. uh, say we we win 3-0 at their own ground nice. because we will uh, Klopp will very much focus this week on, on the solid defence. We'll bring Martip and Lovren and uh, put Klavan on the bench and um, Martip with, with his class and, and Lovren with his Premier League experience and it's more he's more of a goal threat also in, on set pieces. We have seen that against Crystal Palace at their ground yeah. as well. I think that... that um, if we put up a solid performance and, and uh, you know, uh, you remember the, the reports after the Stoke game, how released they were, yeah. how happy they were about winning this fucking game. Yeah. Uh, maybe that there is some sort of uh, power release. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. For, for the team. And let's hope this time that the team really gets it and put it on the pitch and uh, blow them away. Yeah. Why not? Oh, I mean, I'll, 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 okay, I'm I with you, man. Three nil, three nil, three nil. Okay, I'm go- I'm with you as well. Three nil. Okay, let's have drinks after. Agree everything I say, correct. and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's Easter. Yeah. Why not? Right. <laughs> oh, shoot! I just realised that I wouldn't be able to watch the game. Ugh. <sighs> yeah, I'm 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 going to bring the laptop to my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Right, so we are, we are all predicting a win for Liverpool against West Bromwich Albion at the Hawthorns, uh, whether is it by the odd goal or by three goals, a Liverpool win. And I think we can do it. Uh, the Stoke victory, I think, uh, as what Christian said, I also felt that there was a, a kind of a release of power or energy or it's just a confidence thing, just coming back, flooding the team again. And um, hopefully we see that... Um, taking us right through to this next game and the remaining games of the season. And uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, Emery Chan and Jordan Henderson. So stick around. Keep the blood pumping. Keep the blood pumping. Keep the blood pumping. 
Don't try me, I'm untouchable Surviving like an animal It's almost like I play my ball I was built for this time 